Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If I do till it's gone. Oh, oh, till it's gone. Oh, oh, till it's gone. Oh, oh, till it's gone. Oh, what can I do if I do till it's gone? Yellow Wolf. Till it's gone. It's 104.1 The Edge. Thanks for joining us this morning. 710. Hi, today. 57 degrees. Anthrax's uh, Scott Ian got killed in The Walking Dead over the weekend. It was kind of awesome. Yep. Yeah, he did. Carl. Carl took him out. He was like, hey, Dad, got this. Oh, it was a good one. What'd you think of the episode, Baxter? A Walking Dead? Yeah. Um, it was good. It was good. Uh, they introduced Jesse. She's in the comic book. I was kind of stoked about that. And uh, yeah. So Jesse is the pretty lady that Rick. Uh, she does Rick's yeah. hair. Rick yeah. cuts Rick's hair. What do you think of Rick's new look? He's back to being the <laughs> was, old Rick. He's full circle. Yeah. I like how he kind of he kind of looked like the old Rick, but he's not the old Rick. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, like on the inside, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's something fishy. With Jesse's husband. Oh, yeah. yeah he looks like he's going to be a yeah. uh, wife beater, possibly. He's sitting there in the dark. I know I know how I know how that guy is in the comic. We'll see what they do in the show. I have a feeling Rick's going to end up killing him. Just saying. Yeah. yeah it, uh, it, the, I like the reason I've enjoyed the past two seasons, especially, is they've introduced a lot of stuff from the comic, like the preacher and all this other stuff. So I'm excited. So Buck brought this up yesterday. He thinks that Negan got kicked out of the community because she said yeah, in the yeah. episode that there were three people that yeah. she had to Exile. kick out. Yeah, it's, good, it's a very good possibility. I, uh, that's not in the comic. That's not how it happens, but it was Negan's going to come was, back. Was a, that was a good foreshadow yeah, that she gave for something. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's someone, Negan or whoever it's going to be, There's someone's going to want to take over that community. Yep. Yep. So good. So good. Coming up, 820, another show you guys should be watching. It's called Fresh Off the Boat, and it's... You are such a racist for putting... He put this song together this morning. Good for you, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. I rapped it. Fresh off the boat. It's the theme song to the show. Come on. We'll talk to Randall Park. It's such a good show. Who won't bought into the American dream? I don't know why we have to move. So your father can own a cowboy restaurant. It's called Cattleman's Ranch Steakhouse. And I've grown to love it like the daughter we wished Evan had been. This is why we love our family and friends. If you love the Goldbergs, you love the middle, you'll love Fresh Off the Boat. Dude, the wife is so funny. She's, uh, the last episode, I think it was the last one or the one before that, she's, uh, they don't have air conditioning in their house. 
And so she starts going to open houses, and she's, like, sitting in there because they have air conditioning. And she won't run the air conditioning because it's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, this woman comes up. She's like, hi, I'm so-and-so from Blah Blah Realty. She's like, I don't like that name. <laughs> from now on, Red Door Realty. Red Door Realty. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to Randall Park. You remember him from the interview. He played Kim Jong-un. Good. Be good. All right. So we talked last week on Friday. We talked about the park testing, the park protests. Park protests. A lot of people upset about the testing, the park testing. And yesterday was the day the students left school and protested. Let's hear all about it. Students in New Mexico's largest school district stood up and walked out Monday morning. From Sky 7, you can see a crowd protesting in front of Albuquerque's Highland High School. We want to show the state that, like, you can't put a test that none of us understand and none of us have been prepared for and, like, give it to us. At Del Norte High. I think it's kind of ridiculous. A group of students gathered outside to voice their anger about the park exam, even after the district warned students they could get unexcused absences or even suspensions for taking part. This park test is really ridiculous. Bring it down and use the money for something else. To make a stand, like to stop this, this is like a waste of our time. We're trying to learn not to take a step, like a test. Same story in Rio Rancho. We could be learning instead of taking a test that symbolizes how smart we are. Sky 7 also saw protests hitting the streets. Students from South Valley Academy and Rio Grande High School walked to Atrisco Heritage. We decided in order to get awareness, we need to group up with other schools. All the students we spoke to saying they don't want to take the park exam and hope... The government listens to us and they get rid of this test. There you go. They saw all the kids. They were lined up, just walking down the highway. Some kid's going to die. You know, some kid's going to get hit by a car. I'm surprised nobody got tased. Yeah, good call. Seriously. Good call. Now, when, when the news was walking around, did they only go to the kids that looked like they couldn't formulate entire sentences? Or was it just... <laughs> pretty much. Well, that's pretty much. Like, I say most I, of high school. Jeez, man. Like you, I feel bad for those kids because I get what you're trying to do, kids. You're trying to stand up for yourself, and you know. But yeah. come on, yeah, yeah. Well, joining us right now is a teacher. Good morning. Hi, teacher. Morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. This is. Uh, I don't know if we want to say your name. Is it cool if we identify who you are? First name. You say that again. Can, is it okay if we just say your first name? You go. You go with yeah. that. Okay. So yeah. this is this is Michaela, and she's a school teacher, and. I, I'm wondering if you can just really give us a breakdown of what the park test is and what it's for. Um, so the park test is, it's short for Partnership for Assessment of Readiness for College and Careers. Um, and it's put out by um, Pearson, the okay. company. Okay. And basically it's to assess whether or not students are ready to move on um, to college and for with 21st century skills. So can they use the computer? Can they problem solve? Can they think critically? Um, and it is based off the Common Core State Standards or the Common Core Standards. 
um, which are used throughout the United States. Um, and so that's basically it. And it's broken up into parts. Um, there's called a performance-based assessment, which the students are taking right now at this point in the year. And it assesses, you know, a portion of the standards. And then they'll take a second portion at the end of April, beginning of May, which finishes up the standard. It, it tests the rest of the standards that they hadn't, we haven't covered yet at this point in the school year. So, okay. so how many? So you have the park test. What other? So is there additional uh, state testing that has to happen? Like, um, what do they call that? Is is I don't know. Are there other? What other tests do students have to take? A couple other um, ones. So at different grade levels, they're required to take different subject tests. So we still have the standards-based assessment for science, which is put out by the state of New Mexico. And our um, seventh graders take that at mm -hmm. the middle school level. And then I believe at the high school level, they have a, a few other um, tests that they have to take. And then the district and the state puts out what's called end-of-content um, exams for say, social studies, algebra one, geometry. So they are, they're more subject-focused. Um, and those are done by the state, not necessarily by part and by Pearson. So, so a lot of testing. Yes. A lot of testing. A lot of testing. Do you, do you find that, so is PARC based on, is that a funding thing? Do, people, do they have to administer the PARC for funding? I believe so. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, That's what we heard. Think, a lot of people are saying that. Yeah. No, I believe that it is. They, in some manner, the state has to administer some sort of assessment along with the Common Core in order to receive specific types of funding. Um, so there's also another, there's the park test, and then there's another test called Smarter Balance, which is put out by a separate company, which I believe states like California and a couple others are using in lieu of the park. Okay. So. so how much of your time as a teacher do you have to devote to preparing for these standardized tests? Um, it, de it depends based on your teaching style, who you are as a teacher, things like that, um, your personal opinions, professional opinions about testing and things. Um, I know my students and I spend... Um, Really, our only test prep that we spend is using the different computer programs mm -hmm. um, online, like Khan Academy and things like that, just to prepare them for, okay, this is how you get on the computer to test on the computer. But other than that, I don't do a lot of extra test prep because I cover the standards in class. We do a lot of activities. They should be able so everything you do, what yeah, we do class, everything you do be able to test. when they take the park test, they should be able to pass. Yes. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. What do you What do you personally think of uh, the park testing? Do you agree with it? <sighs> That's a hard question to answer. Um, I I don't like the amount of time that we're having to devote to testing. Um, I feel that there, my time as a teacher and my students' time would be better spent taking shorter amounts of time to test. Um, mm -hmm. I really don't have an opinion one way or the other on the park because I haven't. I actually haven't seen the park test. Okay. Um, I've seen the practice ones, but I haven't actually seen the park test, so I can't really make a, a fair assessment on one whether I like it or I think it's valid or anything like that. Yeah. I know that I don't think it should be used for my evaluation, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But how about your thoughts of these students yesterday? What do you think about these students uh, leaving school to protest? Um, you know, I, I don't teach at the high school level, so it's a little different. Um, I know that at the lower levels there was talk of students leaving, which I don't think is right because it actually is it's going to end up hurting their, our schools and our teachers. Yeah. Um, you know, at the high school level, it is a little bit different for those students who are going to be graduating after next year. And so I can understand. However, um, there's a bigger picture than just those students. Um, I do feel that parents have the right to opt their students out if they feel um, that that's necessary. But it has them walking out and not taking this test has bigger repercussions than just themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you know anything about? Um, well, we'll let you go here in a second. Do you know anything about students not being able to graduate if they don't take the park test? Um, the only thing that I am aware of is that not necessarily that they can't graduate, but they don't. They wouldn't necessarily graduate with um, an actual high school diploma. Yeah. Um, I think that the state is still still trying to work that out, but there are other ways that students can show competency in different subject areas at the high school level. Um, and so if there is concern about that, parents really just, they need to advocate for their students and talk to, you know, high school guidance counselors and even the district about, you know, what they're doing with that and really advocate, you know, to make sure that they know what's going on. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, thank you so much for giving us that information. And Of course. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you for being a teacher. Thank you. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Talking about the park protests that went down yesterday. A lot of students left school. Um, wonder, I, don't, I wonder how many of those kids actually had their parents opt them out of the testing and how many you know, weren't opted out and just left school, got a zero, Yeah. which means the, if they're a senior, then they don't, they don't get that diploma. You know, something interesting that she had said was uh, she basically covers everything that, you know, is going to be in standardized testing. And and obviously the kids get grades in all of those classes. You know, I mean, obviously it's different in middle school than high school. But you would think that at the high school level, if a child goes through, a young man or young woman goes through and they pass all of their tests, you know, and they do like we had talked about, gets gets good grades you know, they have a 4.0 GPA, but they don't take the park test, then they don't get an actual diploma. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Uh, after we talked on Friday morning, uh, we had our opinions of the park testing. And uh, the three of us, we kind of had said, you know what, kids? You know, are we raising a bunch of entitled brats? Because that's what we see. We see a lot of kids that are entitled, yeah. and here they throw another test on them, and... We're saying, take the test. We had to take the test. Everything they threw at us at school, we didn't get a chance to go protest. So I went home, sat down with my wife, and we started talking about it. And my wife told me, what are you talking about? That, that's the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. And I looked at my wife and I said, it is? And she said, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> okay. Did you tell her it's because you didn't take the park test? That's why you're stupid? Yeah. And joining us right now is... My wife, Leslie. Hi. Hi. So you think it's a good idea that these students left school to protest? Well, I, 
Yes, I think that, so the PARC test is designed to see if students are ready for college, to be successful in college and where they're at. If they don't take the test, they don't get a diploma, but if they don't pass as well, they don't get a diploma. So basically the schools are saying, if you guys don't pass, that's a reflection on us. It says we're going to be punished with funding, we're going to punish you. And yeah. that's not okay. That, I mean, it's the school's responsibility to get them ready. If the kid does not pass, that I don't feel wise totally on the child. I and mean, obviously there's something, a breakdown somewhere in the education. And I, I feel that that's just ridiculous that they get punished for not passing a test that yeah, that makes sense. never been required before. Yeah, somebody had said something before about, uh, I think they posted this on our Facebook page, and they said, we already take the ACT and the SAT. Why do we have to take another college readiness test? Exactly. And this isn't a college, it, it, it is a college readiness test, but it's more to see where they're at, to see if they'll be successful. I mean, it's a little bit different than the ACT or SAT. However, that's yeah. not, that's never been a requirement before to get a diploma or to get into college. So now it's just a requirement for the schools to get funding. Yeah, based on the results. And, and uh, we agree with you when it comes to this test is ridiculous, but you had mentioned that you think it's amazing that the kids are leaving school, that they, ever, in America we have freedom of speech, and we need to teach our kids yeah. to go out and have a voice. And that's what you're doing when you're allowing these kids to go out there and protest. I agree. I feel that in situations like this where it really is asinine that they are being punished for something that, ultimately lies on the school's responsibility and yes the student as well but i feel that you know we i always say question authority yeah <laughs> i mean to an extent to an extent a healthy extent and i feel that that's a great way for them to to exercise that right and to really be you know honestly understand what people are fighting for you know when they're when they're fighting for us and yeah. that's what we have and so i feel like if we don't exercise it it's it's, it's really sad yeah, but them marching down the highway while cars are flying by, <laughs> I don't know if that's the best place where kids need to be marching okay, to protest. Well, obviously, not, Who's leading this group of that. kids? A Who's leading of, them? Uh, another group of kids. <laughs> they're not going to pass the test, so okay. Yeah, who decided to, to take the march onto the freeway? That's just thinning the herd, my friend. <laughs> no, but I, after you said that, you're right, and I think... We should teach our kids to have a voice and to stand up. And, and uh, when you feel like something isn't right, you should stand up and say something. And, yeah, you make, you make a and, great point. And I agree that there are going to be kids that, that just kind of piggyback on what they're doing and yeah. just to get out of. And that's, that's always going to be the case with anything. But I think that there are, there are kids that do really well in school and have taken all the tests and have, are, are ready to go to college and now are being throwing this at them, and I think that those kids, they don't feel like they need to do it. They should actually, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. If a kids, if you have a certain GPA, you probably shouldn't have to take the test. Yeah. You know, if you've got like a yeah. 3.5 or higher, it's like, what do you have to take the test for? Obviously, you're ready. I mean, you know, I know part of the test is, are you ready to use a computer or can you use a computer? And I'll tell you right now, my two-and-a-half-year-old daughter can sit down, turn on an iPad, and start pulling things up. Baxter has a niece that's, what is she, four now? She's five. Five. You know, and she was doing the same thing. I'm sure she can probably use basic computer skills at this age. Right, right. And I think that um, if if a child doesn't have basic skills like that, like you said, they're not going to be yeah. far enough in their, their education to, I mean, it's going to be known before yeah. that test is even administered. Yeah.
Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you, lovely wife. Thank you. Yeah, you thanks are amazing. For telling him, thanks for telling him where to be. Yeah, that's right. Anything you say, babe. <laughs> thanks, guys. All right. Good morning. Take care, Leslie. Bye, babe. Bye. Talking about the park protest that went down yesterday. Students protesting. And, yeah, I, my wife definitely changed my mind with that whole thing. I, I agree. Kids need to stand up, have a voice. They feel like something's not right. Yeah, stand up. Yeah. Be where, a leader. Where are their parents then, though? I mean, if... Yeah, that's another good question, well, too. I, I was thinking about when Leslie said what she said. I was thinking about it like, you know you know for a fact that, like, majority... Not a majority, but a good portion of those kids that were protesting yesterday, their parents probably told them before they left the house, you go to class. Yeah. You don't go out there and protest, you go to class. And then they went out there and they protested, so... Yeah, and that poor kid on the cover of the journal this morning, <laughs> his folks told him to go to class. Yeah. He's in some trouble. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, that's that's... That's the that your wife was absolutely right. Like there's going to be people that just jump on stuff just to jump on. All right. Well, we know you want to call in. Phones are blowing up. We have to take a quick break. I want to. I do. I want to talk to the parents of the kids, though. Not just the kids. I think we need to talk to the parents and see where they're at with this. Yeah. So, hang out with us. We'll be back in a few minutes. Got an accident on the left shoulder, I-40 eastbound. At the river, you need to avoid. Uh, we're running... Um- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.